Good morning. This is Community Connections, Community Talk for Community People. Thank you for tuning in this morning for another sharing of Community Talk and Information. I'm your host, Joyce Harvin. Today's Community Connection show is brought to you by the Saginaw branch of the NAACP and its Youth Council and Evans and Brown's Funeral Home. We urge you to get connected, be informed, and stay involved. We start this show with the President's weekly address. Today, our President talks about ISIL, defeating ISIL. The President's address is brought to you by Rita's Southern Soul Cafe. In this week's address, the President highlighted two specific steps the administration took last week to make sure everyone plays by the same rules. First, in order to help more Americans retire with the security they have earned, the Department of Labor finalized a rule that will ensure retirement advisors compete based on the quality of advice they give rather than acting in their own financial interests. In addition, the Treasury Department took action to crack down on corporations that take advantage of inversions. Now that's a loophole that allows some businesses to avoid paying their fair share in taxes here at home. These actions underscore the president's belief that we should continue to build an economy where everyone gets a fair shot, does their fair share, and plays by the same rules. Now here is the president of the United States, Barack Obama. Now here is the commander-in-chief of the United States, President Barack Obama. Hi everybody. Over the past seven years, we haven't just been recovering from crisis. We've been rebuilding our economy on a new foundation for growth. Growth that benefits everybody, not just folks at the top. Our businesses have created jobs for 73 straight months. 14.4 million new jobs in all. We've covered another 20 million Americans with health insurance. We've helped more Americans afford college and invested in industries that create good jobs that pay well, like clean energy and wages are finally rising again. But there will always be more work to do. And this week, my administration took two big steps that will help make sure your hard work is rewarded and that everybody plays by the same rules. First, we're helping more Americans retire with security and dignity. Right now, if you go to a retirement advisor for investment advice, some of them don't have to act in your best interest. Instead of telling you the best way to save your hard-earned money, these advisors can get backdoor payments from big companies for steering you toward investments that cost more and earn you less. As a result, when you retire, you might be missing out on tens of thousands of dollars because your advisor got paid more to give you bad advice. If that seems wrong, that's because it is. And that's why the Department of Labor just finalized a rule to crack down on these kind of conflicts of interest. A lot of Wall Street special interests aren't very happy about it, but across the country, this new rule will boost working folks' retirement savings by billions of dollars a year, and it'll level the playing field for the many good advisors who do work in their clients' best interests. Second, the Treasury Department took action to crack down on big corporations that changed their address overseas after acquiring smaller companies in order to reduce their tax bill here at home. It's a loophole called corporate inversion, and it means that American companies can take advantage of American technology, America's infrastructure, America's workers, but then when it comes to paying their fair share of taxes, suddenly claim they're not American companies after all. That's why this week the Treasury Department made it more difficult for companies to exploit this loophole and stick the rest of us with the tab. Together these steps build on the work we've already done to make our tax code fairer and consumer protections stronger because I believe that rather than double down on policies that allow a few at the top to play by their own rules, 
We should build an economy where everybody has a fair shot. Everybody does their fair share, and everybody plays by the same set of rules. That's what this country is all about. That's what we've been working toward these past seven years. And that's what I'm going to keep fighting for as long as I'm your president. Thanks, everybody, and have a great weekend. Thank you, Mr. President. You can listen to the president's address and find out more about what our president has done and is still doing for our nation by going to this website, www.whitehouse.gov. Now, coming up on today's show. This morning, I'll give you the last segment of my interview with Lavelle Jackson of Saginaw. He is the newest member of the Dramatic. And later in the show, I'll speak with Carl Williams, former state representative of the 95th District, on the recent United States Supreme Court ruling of one person, one vote. And Pastor Hurley Coleman provides this week's commentary. All on today's show, I'll get started right after this message. The Saginaw AXO program will hold its local competition on Saturday, April 23rd at 8 a.m. at Saginaw High School. Winners who qualify will compete in the national competition on July 14th in Cincinnati, Ohio. The Saginaw AXO program continues to be recognized as one of the top NAACP AXO programs in the country. Students may compete in the 24 categories, including science, engineering, architecture, entrepreneurship, arts, music, dance, writing, and oratory. For information, contact John Pugh at 989-754-2843, Kanika Owen Robinson, 989-327-4292. Axel. On this final segment with my interview with Lavelle Jackson, the newest member of the Dramatics, Lavelle gives me more insight on being a Dramatic and how he got there. He's really funny, and he's also very talented. Take a listen. To interview you as a Dramatic. I know, it's funny. A Dramatic from Saginaw, Michigan. And, you know, in spite and despite, I don't know which way, I'm still doing my community work. Yeah, absolutely. How, do, how are you going to balance all of that? The great thing so far is all of our shows have been on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm still, you know, teaching and I'm still doing community service. Service, right. And, and you're I, still with the Boy Scouts, I'm still with right? the Boy Scouts, yeah. working with the, you know, my units that mm-hmm. I work with. Um, Very good. And I, and I, and I want to uh, do your uh, June Black yes, Music Month. Black Music Month. I'm looking forward to you <laughs> helping me, helping me to produce those shows starting at the very uh, first Sunday in June. That we're going to kick off Black Music Month with a complete line mm-hmm. lineup. Hopefully, I can give you a line. We're going to try to. And get you know how we want some gospel in there too. Some, some local gospel, yes. Okay. I want some local gospel because there are several. Um, there's a group here that I really would like to have on. A group of uh, sisters. Uh, some of them are ministers and mm-hmm. and uh, they're vocalists, um, great singing voices. And I want to interview them. They come from a, a large family, and I want to talk about their career. Well, you uh, so have a lot. You got yes. the transparent band. You got uh, absolutely the, the Payne family. Yes, Alden and Katie. Yes. You got yes. Uh, yes. Pastor Coleman. Coleman, that's right, that's right. Well, there are also the uh, the Seals. Marlo Dunn, the Seals Yeah, Marlo family. Dunn, yeah, right, 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 you right. got right. a lot of singers. That, so, that might be the whole month. That'll yeah, kill my yeah, whole... No, 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 no. We're, we're, we're going to make sure that we cover everyone okay. uh, and both sides of the music. We're going to mm-hmm. have gospel music. We're going to have secular music. Mm-hmm. And we will definitely be covering the dramatics. Yes. Well, my first, first, and I'm just going to let the cat out of the bag, <laughs> my first attempt at an interview is going to be with the legendary 
Lenny Williams. Lenny Williams. You know what? When you told me Lenny Williams was that you were gonna be with Lenny Williams, I was like, Lenny Williams. You mean the oh 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 man? Yeah, oh, oh my oh, goodness! Oh, yeah, now that's anyway, gonna be good. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna do. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask him to sing a little bit of that to you. Okay. Um, oh yes. And then mm. we're also gonna be trying to do New Birth. New Birth. The first time that I saw New Birth was at Ben's High Chaparral in Detroit. Really? Oh, wonderful. We and were like up close. You know, this is more 90-ish, 90 Yes, We're yes, going to try yes, to get yeah. the group Silk. Silk? Yes. Oh, very good. Yeah, they want to, you know, lick people up and down and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> With, uh, that's <laughs> Well, that's on there. Yes, know. very you be good. be careful out there, Silk, y'all. Uh, yeah, know, that's watch right. Watch where these people be. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm having a great oh, time. I, but that's, you know, that's kind of my okay, first. For Black Music for Month. For Black Music Month. Yes, absolutely. Be. Black Music Month is celebrated big in, in many of the cities. And, you know, some of the radio stations don't mm-hmm. include that type of information. But the ones that do, you know, it's good information. I think that's um, another good reason, another, uh, another reason why I love performing with the dramatics, being mm-hmm. able to talk to some of the artists that I grew up listening to that I think why we celebrate black music month. Yes, yes. Not so much the, the new artists. I think, you know, they're 'cause they're you know, they're 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 paid they're they're doing what they're doing mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. but these artists have paved the way. So and and when they tell like when I when I I wish I could have recorded that conversation with Smokey Robinson when he was talking about how he um, when he grew up in Detroit, how him and Marvin Gaye and they yes. all hung out together. Yes, and he was sharing yeah. those stories. I mean, those are the kind of stories I think that that's why we have black music. Black music, music man. Because they, they were actually in the process of in that history of Motown and uh, right. the soul music of the... A lot of the younger singers, they know of these performers. Mm-hmm. Some of them do not understand that they're standing on their shoulders, mm-hmm. you know, and that they did pave the way for, you know, for for them. Things were not always easy mm-hmm. for performers back in the day. Right. You know? I just think in, 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 our, in our society now where you have, um, you know, these overnight reality, mm-hmm. uh, you, you have reality shows, yes. now, The Voice, uh, American Idol, who who beat up my wife? Whatever these shows, you know, they have all of these different uh, yes, yes. flavor of love. Right, right. They're making instant celebrities out of people just kind of every day. They're not really quote unquote good or whatever, but they're getting that celebrity status status overnight yeah. because they're yeah. on TV, right. you know, performing and singing in front of millions and. Right. When I grew up, the, you know, I didn't even I didn't even know how James Brown looked. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You didn't see, you didn't see them on the news, right? That's anytime. right. That's right. They were not covered like yeah, that. Yeah, if they were mm-hmm. walking out the store, or whatever. They, nowadays, you know, you, you 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 get a singer, and and they they follow him around everywhere because he has his own reality show, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and so. Mm-hmm. But that's that's the difference. These artists, they were successful when you when you wasn't getting that kind right. of coverage. Right. You just had great music. Great music, right? You know what I mean. And and lyrics that you could understand, music you could understand. Yes. 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 It wasn't about who you, who your girlfriend right. oh. was, or they saw you at a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you didn't see all that with James Brown and Marvin Gaye and right. all that. You just heard their songs. Right. You knew they were great singers. They had great songs. They actually, uh, at some point, 
started to be conscious about society and started writing songs, you know, Say It Loud, Black Folk, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mercy, Mercy Me, mm-hmm. you know, Stevie Wonder was really conscious about, you know, this blackness. And, but our music to artists today, they, I mean, they don't, they don't really give themselves the blame and the, right. the big house and right. the money and they never right. all broke anyway. Right. I don't think they're staying power I agree with that. Well, you know, no, it's not. No, it's not. When I look at Aretha Franklin, she's doing 30, 40 albums, and then you have, a, you know, Rihanna or Beyonce, they got five, six albums, mm-hmm. if that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their staying power is not really predicated on their music. It's, it's, their, it's that other stuff. Yes, it's the other it's stuff. It's the TMZ. And right, the, exactly. And their, the, 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 the videos with them and their different voices every yeah. week. Or, uh, you know what I'm saying? But that's that's what our society looks for now. Like Let me ask you this. Craziest do you, do you, you know, we we feel like that. We share the same feeling. I was thinking about, about you know, me and, me and going out with one of the uh, Kardashians just to get oh, my name. please, and, you know, don't, don't you do no, it. Don't, don't. Do don't. It. No, I think my wife okay. Yeah, that's right. She don't play that. <laughs> well, she'll, she'll become a member of Dramatics. Travel with you. <laughs> Come on with it. I wanted to. But always some of the youngest, younger artists, they now um, will sample some of the music from the older artists. Okay. Now, is that a sign that they understand the music? Uh, they appreciate the music and what the older artists had to give it at that time, even though they're bringing on a new flavor, you know, with their music. Okay. Uh, when they sample, uh, I think it's uh, in some way, some because some artists do give. The music that they sample, you know, the credit or mm-hmm. saying, right, you know, right. This is the artist that influenced me. People just will sample a song because it, it's, it's just a nice, mm-hmm. it's a nice groove, mm-hmm. it's a nice beat, whatever. But uh, I mean, if you look at um, the Robin Thicke situation with mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye, you know, had he just said, "Look, uh, this is I got this idea from uh, Marvin Gaye," song, right, you know, I, right. If you listen to a lot of Martin Robin Thicke's music, it sounds like Marvin Gaye. So all he had to do was just, you know, get credit. I mean, uh, a lot of artists. Uh, but um, I just feel that music from that time, um, the, the music and the real instrumentation, a lot of the artists really like that. And so they'll sample it and put mm-hmm. it in. Because you can't really find musicians to play it right. like you could back then. Right. Stay tuned, there's more to come right here on Community Connection.